right now we are over I think we're close to 15 million uh, in, 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 in GMV for the last one, one year. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hey folks, my guest today is Casio. He's building quote to cash for SMBs. Platbag.com.br if you want to follow along. His 50-word bio, short and sweet, passionate computer scientist in the fintech space. He's been at HSBC, eBank, which is soon to be listed, and again, now co-founder of PLIPAG. Casio, you ready to take us to the top? Yes. How are you doing? All right. I am well. All right. Tell me about this business here. So what kinds of clients are you typically working with? Good. Uh, do you want the quicks? Uh Quick reply or the long reply? Quick reply. Okay, so we tackle uh, small and mid-sized uh, recurring uh, recurring services businesses. Okay, and give name one of them. Uh, private schools, uh, unions. We have a lot in Brazil. Um, agencies, offices, um, uh, rentals. There's a lot of businesses. Let's talk about agencies. So an agency does, you know, let's say they do $100,000 a month in revenue from 10 different clients. How can they work with you? Exactly. Well, um, th- this is very interesting because uh, payment culture uh, is different from country to country. Uh, when we started the business in Brazil, we realized that most of these small business owners, they spent a lot of time uh, not only uh handling all the, the 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 payment method but also conciliating and in the end of the day actually they spent about 10 percent 15 percent of their month uh, dealing with all of that uh stuff and they didn't really need an erp or crm they actually they most of our, our customer base they don't know what a crm is and when they know what the near P is, uh, they don't want it because it's just too much. Um, so we decided to create a, a, a super, super thin uh, system that would uh, take care of the accounts receivable and provide an amazing user experience. So, so Cassio, let's be really specific. There's an agency that has customers that pay them, you know, each they have 10 customers that pay 10 grand a month to that agency in revenue. How can you help that agency? Brilliant. So, Right now, if you're in Brazil and you have to take care of those 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 customers, you would spend about two days in your month 
uh, issuing what we call boleto. This is a, a one of the payment methods we have in Brazil. We have to conciliate. You have to uh, handle them directly with the bank and you will deal with all the requests your customer will have. So if you use Bleepag, you will just add your customers in this system. You will subscribe them to uh, your recurrences and that's it. So your two days becomes two minutes per month. So that's your work. So Bleepag does everything. What specific cost you, what specifically though are you doing? Are you helping them invoice their customers or are you bringing, are you turning monthly revenue into upfront cash or factoring invoices? What are you doing? Everything. So basically, we our main engine is a payment processing uh, system. So we do process all those payments, just like Stripe would do. Um, but we we don't do um, online. We do uh, our public is our audience is roughly offline, brick and mortar businesses. Yep. And well, uh, there's a lot of things in in quote cash. Roughly everything from quotes until until cash, which is uh, got it which is processing those payments. So, so you're, they can come to you and do all these things from issuing the invoice to once the invoice is signed, you can advance them cash until the invoice is paid. You can do the whole thing. Exactly. So uh, we help okay. them manage their customers. We help them yep. with intelligence. We provide them uh, a portal for their customers to get those billings, get those uh, invoices, get them, uh, get their receipts, take care That's of the your relationship. Hat. How many customers are you working with now today? Right now, we have over 600 active merchants and over 20,000 payers in our customer base. Got it. Uh, so 600 companies and then 20,000 customers there. Now, how do you make money from these 600 customers? So we take uh, we have a take uh, um, a percentage fee of all, every money that uh, every transaction that comes through the platform. We What's that a, range? We're talking like 1% or more? Well, effectively, that's um, 0.99%, 0.98%. So it's around 1%. I see. And so what is the average customer? You have 600. What's the average one put through in terms of volume each month? So usually those businesses put around, uh, let me convert to dollars. That's about $10,000 in average, eight to $10,000. So that's okay. that, that's the size of a business with uh, three, three or four or five employees. Depending Got on it. So so ten grand going through one of those businesses, and you're taking one percent. You make about a hundred dollars per business per month, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Very cool. Give me the backstory here. When did you launch? Uh, well, we launched our our MVP back in 2018. Uh, me and my co-founder, we were. We left eBanks. eBanks is uh, now uh, an unicorn and grew organically uh, through in the, in the sector. And we saw an opportunity uh, in the brick and mortar business, in the brick and mortar uh, mortar vertical. So there's a lot, you know, if you're in e-commerce, uh, there's a lot of solutions. So everything that you need is already there. So if you are a commerce, there's a POS. But what if you're a service? Uh, what do you do? So you issue. Yeah, I'm not challenging the product. It makes perfect sense to me. I understand. That I have a lot of Brazilian founders on Diego from Rock Content, others from Latam, where Boletos are a pain to work with, especially if you're not digital. So I totally get the product. It makes complete sense Good. to me. I just want to understand how you've grown so quickly, right? So you launched in 2018. You got your first customers. You're at 600 today. How many people are on the team? So we are in seven right now. 
Seven. Just, yeah. And have you bootstrapped or did you decide to raise capital? We bootstrapped until end of last year and we made our first funding round right now. So it's 250. Why did you decide to raise $250,000? Uh, because we wanted to preserve um, equity um, and we are preparing to make a, a larger um, a larger funding in the next round. Sorry, I'm a little bit confused. If you want to preserve equity, you wouldn't raise money at all. Uh, well, but time is also a, a variable. So you don't want to go on alone through all, all of your time, but we want to be efficient, as efficient as possible in cash. So this is how Brazilian VCs look. So it's a little bit different than... Uh, American VCs well, would uh, would look at, at at you. So you, you are looking to build uh, an efficient business uh, from. Ocasio, sorry, uh, there there's people people raise capital and give up equity because they want to move faster to build a bigger pie. The flip side yeah. to that is you keep 100 percent of your business and you bootstrap, but it's slower growth and a smaller pie. So yeah. time and, and, and equity are usually opposites of each other in this scenario. Yeah, we did something in the middle. Actually, um, actually, back when we started, I would say the the the, land, the VC landscape was not as developed as it is right now. So we wanted to raise with the best. So what does it take to raise with the best if you're an unproven entrepreneur? So let's build a business. Uh, let's do a part. And when we mature the business enough, um, then uh, we can we, we can raise with the best. And I think we we did. We're doing. So you raised two hundred fifty thousand dollars in twenty twenty, correct? Uh twenty twenty one, early twenty one, twenty twenty one. Oh, this year. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. And and how did you think about? Was that a priced round or a note? Um. Again. Do you remember? Was it a priced round or a note with a cap? Um. Yes, but that's not public info. <laughs> Well, regardless if it was a cap or a note, right? Founders choose to fund their business another way. This is a show about founding a company. So that's why I asked, did you, did you prefer a priced round versus a note for any reason or vice versa? I don't know what you actually did. Um, I don't, um, to be very, very honest, uh, we, we set a range in the rounds and we try to accommodate every investor within that, within that range. And uh, we were able to do that. So, in practical terms, yes, it was a price round. Okay, got it. So, so there's not a discount on it. It doesn't convert no, no, at no. a twenty percent discount, and when your next price turn is an actual valuation attached to the money. No, actually, 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 we we had a, a valuation in mind, and the VC uh, came up, came to us and said, "Well, I think I think the company is is worth a little bit more. How about I invest more in the business? So, would you accept? So, no discount, and then we we essentially took." Many of you guys listening have built incredible SaaS tools to help other founders, specific industries, really get value or make some system easier. The problem is you can't help your clients until they import some portion of their data. And you've considered on your Trello board and your Sprint timelines, spending weeks building a CSV importer for certain data sets. You're spying right now because you know I'm right. And either you do it and you waste engineering time or you don't do it and your customers have a horrible time 
time getting onboarded. And listen, let's face the facts. Your ability to give value to your customers sometimes is very dependent on their ability to get you their data. Once you have the data, everything is really smooth. Well, this exact problem probably explains why Flatfile is growing so quick. They've raised over $44 million and they do exactly this. The data onboarding platform for your marketing teams, your engineering teams, they enable you to get usable data faster so you can focus on what matters most to your business. And the fastest growing companies like my friend ClickUp, Zeb, multi-billion dollar valuation, they all use Flatfile. Now, Flatfile reached out, they wanted to sponsor. I said, you got a good deal for us? And they do. For anyone listening, any anyone that's part of the top entrepreneurs community or GitLatka, you can get a deal now to get started today at nathanlatka.com forward slash Flatfile. And they make it so easy, by the way. Their onboarding is beautiful. You don't have to commit to a bunch of stuff. You can actually see a demo live instantly right now. Check it out. NathanLacka.com forward slash flat file. Most folks in a seed round like this are selling 10 to 20% of the business. Is that about how much you guys sold? Uh, in the first, I would say very close to uh, 10%. Okay, got it. So that would put you at preserve. Yep. that would put you at about a two point five million dollar valuation when you raise the two fifty. Yep. So you could preserve some equity. That's what you meant yeah. when you said preserve equity. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. I see. I see. Very cool. Okay, and so when I look at uh, obviously growth today, you know, you, you have six hundred customers. How did you get those first customers? So, well, the first customers we 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 tried a different approach. So we are not doing digital markets. So we launched the the MVP and we tackle. We tackled small uh, private schools within the city. So it was roughly based on uh, field sales. And we approached every school in the city. So we built uh, an inside sales team. Then um, then we found out, well, uh, Kaka LTV is not, is not working. We need to improve the product. And we need to build a digital uh, digital marketing process. So, uh, and then we were later going to find out that there is a better strategy, which is PLG. That's what we implemented. Then uh, the CACL TV started to make sense, especially retention. Oh, what what is what is retention today? So we are doing. We have about two uh, percent to two point five percent churn uh, monthly, so a year. A year. Okay, yeah, I mean that's very low for this price point. Um, got it. So that's very excellent. Uh, uh, actually, this is one one point. I, I don't remember exactly right now. I think I think it's a little bit more now, but uh, uh, that that's about it. Okay, got it. And I mean, can I do the math? If you have six hundred customers that each put about ten thousand dollars to the platform, I and mean, what you guys process like what six about six million in total transactions last month? No, no, not really. Uh, uh, actually. Actually, we had some merchants that were not active, uh, but right now we are over, I think we're close to 15 million uh, in, 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 in GMV for the last one, one year in dollars. Okay, but what, what about last month though? Do you know? Uh, let me see. That was about a uh, million dollars. One million? Yep. Okay, got it. So if I take, okay, got it. So what you're saying is a couple of those 600 were not active. Yeah, part of them were not active. Part of them were from other verticals that we don't really look at. Uh, so we, we aim to some verticals and we bring all the verticals to uh, because we are somewhat related. Um, 
And I think we're quite successful in the in the in the verticals we 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 attack. And Casio, because you said you take one percent of GMV and you did a million last month in total GMV, is it fair to say your revenue is about ten thousand dollars a month currently? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Okay. And how do you grow? How do you go to twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars a month? Good. Uh, that that's a very good uh, that's a very good point. So uh, we found that that uh, rather than investing growth, we have to invest in a very good product that has a lot of retention and. Beyond that, we would need to build uh, a product-led growth, bring a product-led growth approach in the in the system. So we we, we pretty much look at built a an A two R three funeral, the, the metrics funeral, and started measuring and doing A B uh, tests of what works best. So should we should we improve this onboarding? So okay, so onboarding is the onboarding is the bottleneck. So if we improve onboarding by let's say 10%, then we can grow the revenue by 30%. Um, and then we go around, we went on tickling those um, those those points across the funeral. And that that's how we started optimizing. And we still are optimizing that, that funeral. And with all that optimization, what does growth look like today? If you're doing $10,000 a month today, where were you a year ago? We were... I believe we are about $2,000 or less. Okay, good. Got it. So nice, nice growth. And you mentioned CAC earlier. What are you spending to get a new customer right now? Right now, uh, depends on where you look at, but uh, our general our general CAC is about, let me think, in dollars. I have the, the numbers in, in Brazilian guys. Uh, that's about $30. Okay, got it. So and nice payback. Yeah, and just about uh, twice that much to have an active, uh, an active merchant. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So thirty bucks for a trial, sixty bucks to make sure they're active and they're paying you, which is great. Team size is seven. Um, how many engineers? So we are in one, two, three, four. Brought one, two, three, four. We brought the fifth yesterday. Oh, very cool. And it's, it's the co-founders is just you and one other guy or gal. Yes, uh, me and Vento. So Vento is this CRF company, um, and uh, we're we're a very lean company, I'd say. So until, did you guys just uh, you split equity right down the middle at the beginning, or something different? Yeah, we did quite fair, to be honest. Fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Until until January, we had only it was only me and my co-founder and a and a sales girl. So I had to build the whole system in my. My, my co-founder had to, you know, do all sales by himself. And by now, but by that point, we had process over a million, a million dollars. Yep. Casio, good stuff here. We're rooting for you. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? My uh, zero to one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Again? CEO that you're studying. Uh, the last one I saw was from Zomato. I met him in London a couple of years ago, right, right, right after... What's his name? Uh, the oh, it's a hard name. The, That's fine, uh, no problem. What's the he's the, the, what's the, the name? Deep Goyle, yeah. What's the, he's the CEO of which company? For Zomato. Okay, number three. What's your favorite online tool for building the business? Uh, I like Pipefy. Pipefy, an excellent. Yeah, they they are a DPO software. Number four. How many hours? Is, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? 
uh, these nights three hours, three and a half. <laughs> and that's not healthy at all. No, it isn't. But uh, you have to be honest. So um, if you work six hours, seven hours, eight hours a day, you won't get your business up and running. So you have yeah, to but that's not healthy. Effort. The last thing I want to promote on this show is that people should get no sleep to get their startup going. Why are you compromising your health for the sake of the startup? Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. And uh, if I can tell you, uh, most of the stories that I see. So when you see a CEO say, "Yeah, I work like for five hours a week," well, when they reached that point, they had already built a business. No, 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 no. I'm not and talking about already, cost, is, Casio. Yeah. I'm not talking about working four or five hours a week. There are plenty of founders that are working their butts off, working twelve-hour days, but they're getting seven hours of sleep. You can't survive on three and a half hours of sleep. That's, I mean, it's not healthy. Yeah, but I didn't say it. I do sleep uh, three hours a day every day. I sleep these nights are uh, three hours, and I usually sleep like six or seven or eight. Okay, well, yeah, that's what I asked was how many hours <laughs> of sleep sleep do you get? Got it. So just oh, sorry, last sorry. night you got so found it not a lot. Understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's your situation today? Married, single, kids? Um, no, I think I'm too young to marry. <laughs> All right, no kids. How old are you? Uh, thirty-three. Thirty-three. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were twenty? Um, I wish I would have traveled to other places earlier and, um, you know, have been taking more risks. Guys, there you have it, playpack.com.brazil. They're helping Brazilian companies, especially ones that are not online, manage getting customers, sending them invoices, factoring those contracts, basically full cash to quote model or quote to cash model. They've got 600 customers with over 20,000 customers of their own on the platform. They've crossed over $15 million in volume, grew from $2,000 a month to $10,000 a month in revenue over the past 12 months, raised $250,000 at around a $2.5 million valuation this year with their team of seven. Casio, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, uh, Nathan.